What's going on, y'all? It's your boy J.H. Givens here. And we'll see. And welcome to yet another episode of the Acromus Podcast. This is episode number 18. 18, man. How does it feel to be yet again in person? How does that feel, man? Uh, it's refreshing to not have to only like look at a screen but have someone right beside me man so i appreciate you man appreciate you always always <laughs> brother i knew we had to we had to really get this going man yeah uh we had to we had to get with each other so that this can flow in a way that it feels even more organic than it already did so you know i'm glad we made this switch i'm glad we were able to carve out times in our hectic busy busy schedule uh to bring you guys some gems as we do every single sunday mm-hmm. um what a neat, what a week, man! I'm I'm so tongue tied about this week because I, I mean, my brain is already fried. But man, um, rest in peace, Paul Mooney, man. That uh, I really came out of nowhere. He's one one of our generation's most <laughs> real, raw comedians, man. He <laughs> some of the things he said in the past. I mean, even watching him on the Dave Chappelle show, it it was it was just a fantastic um, experience to 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 be able to watch that and hear what he's able to say and some of the some of the, the buttons he pushes and some of the the um the truth that he tells a lot of people aren't comfortable with because it's raw yeah um so yeah i mean rest in peace paul mooney man what a what a week it has been and mm-hmm. yeah, how's, how's this week for you man um same uh it's just it's this this week has been a grind mm-hmm. um you have those moments, you have those times where it's just, you know, you just kind of get caught up in life events and you just yeah. work it through them. So it's just been that kind of a week um, mm. for me personally and uh, ready to recharge. And we're looking forward to this moment so we can enjoy it and, you know, yeah. uh, have fun and just prepare for what's next. Yeah. I mean, you know, trying to prepare for what's next is always something that's very tough to do, especially if you're struggling to get through what is there, mm-hmm. what is present. Um, and you know, today when we're jumping into how to actually overcome grief, overcome a situation that's so traumatic in your life that you feel stuck, you feel abandoned, you feel, you feel naked. You don't really feel yourself. You don't feel like you used to. This is a, it's a whole different feeling. It's an uncomfortable feeling. And so today, because Acromus, the Acromus podcast, it's such a, an action-based, solution-based podcast. We wanted to be able to take a step back, get away from some of the funny jokes that we typically tell and, and try to take an approach to this that'll help those who are going through something traumatic and they just don't know how to get past it. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, I mean, let's let's really just dive into it, man, because I know there's a lot to cover. Um, so just trying to define grief, um, like what what does that look like? I know we, we know how you get there. It's from a traumatic situation that goes on in your life. It could come from a death in the family, a death of a loved one, um, divorce, uh, a, you know, something that has happened in your life that is very traumatic, that it's really hard to get past. What does that grief kind of look like for you? Um, oof. <laughs> so, yeah, this is good. We're gonna really get into this one, guys. Yeah. Um, you know, as always, I, I'm I try to be as transparent as I can. So to to be able to answer that, I'd have to look at it and assess it from my nail 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell you, like in the last few weeks and this week in particular, just passing week has been a, a, a trying one mm-hmm. uh, from, from a mental aspect where okay. it's like what we're talking about just falls in line with it personally, mm-hmm. even with someone who's doing the work properly, developing tools to love, love myself mm-hmm. and to be able to recognize when you're, when I'm having these sort of adversities that I have to work through such mm-hmm. as grief. Okay. Um, with that being said, there's many forms of grief that we know, but I think we have to be able to identify the triggers mm-hmm. um, of what, what, what causes those traumatic um, relapses in, in your state of mind. Okay. Uh, I know for me, it's, it's a thing where, you know, you have those moments where there are triggers and uh, you know, personally, I've had quite a bit of them this week for different reasons, mm-hmm. but I, I've, re- I've been relying um, in my development not just my strength to, right. to endure, but to be proactive and trying to, to, to figure out how to go about dealing with these triggers and um, making sure that I'm in my truth to identify them for what they are, right. to grow through them and to apply them like my affirmations, which, is, which I use are like tools to really kind of help me address these things. And right now, the, one of my affirmations is protect your state of being, which has really been a, a big part of what I've been doing this week Mm-hmm. Uh, as well um so i think in these instances uh grief is we know it to be a mental thing where you're a lot of the times if you're experiencing you're in mourning of something mm. um and what i've come to realize is that it's a continuation and i think a lot of people may make them make the the error of assuming that you're over and done with something where mm. it's it's always going to be a part of you right whatever uh, whatever that grief is so what what happens when you're going let, let's take it from the beginning right mm-hmm. let's say something happens in your life that is just it's traumatic um it it takes over your your emotional state and you're you're trying to you're trying to get through with that so do do you think people typically start in a state of denial or, you know, maybe when something happens, you're just, you're more of like, Oh my God, I can't, I can't believe this is happening to me. What's going on. How, how am I supposed to approach this? You're kind of, you're kind of shocked when it first happens because you don't, you don't really know how to deal with it. So what, what does that sort of denial look like? Um, Just, just that you, you are in awe of, your reality mm-hmm. you don't know exactly if what's happening mm-hmm. and you're as you're living it you're trying to make sense of it and those lines get blurred because you just mm-hmm. don't know what's the right direction um in those earlier stages of it mm-hmm. um and some people would it, sometimes the, tra- the traumatic experiences of that grief that you're going through, mm-hmm. most a lot of people tend to want to run away from it because then that requires them to face them face themselves, mm-hmm. to seek the truth in in through that grief as right. to why you feel that way. And um, I think that's something to, to keep in mind. Okay, what is run, what does running away look like in terms of grief? Is it more of you don't want to face the situation? Um, is is that sort of what? what that looks like, what running away would look like. It's just not being able to face it. I, I think sometimes in some ways it's deeper than that. I okay. think some people want to face it, but their mental capacity, maybe they may not be able to handle it. Mm. And, you know, with this being the month of mental health awareness, you true. know, I think this is really, is really big. Um, mm. It's important to me. 
um, because you know I, I, I'm someone that resonates with that. Right. I, I I live with grief. I live through through I've lived through traumatic experiences that I still carry with me, mm. and I'm trying to learn how to work through that as I go along. Right. Uh, but the difference for me is that I'm not running from it. Mm. I, I take the emotions as they are, but I'm being mindful for those who, who acknowledges that the grief is there or mm. whatever trauma they experience, emotional pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's so severe that they're not ready to deal with it. And I think that's something that people have to be understanding to especially if you're at a place in your healing to recognize when someone else is not at a point in their healing mm. where they're ready to address that grief they're ready to address that hurt and if we care about them as much as we say we do mm. we support them enough to be there that is healthy enough for us to do so when they are ready to face their truth if ever they're ready to face their truth mm. so when let's say you know before they face their truth those some of those stages that they go through mm-hmm. I would think it's just something that's difficult to do without a support system around you. Mm-hmm. If they don't understand exactly, you know, these new feelings that are going on in their, in their body or their mind, and they're, you know, they're looking for other outlets to kind of take their mind off of what's happening. Um, like after, you know, after that denial, there's this sort of, there's this sort of anger. And sometimes it doesn't come out and, you know, like, like physical rage or, just being upset with the world, but it's this sort of, it's like a deeper anger. It's, your, it's, it's kind of like you're frustrated with yourself or you're, you're, of course you're upset with the situation, but um, you know, there's some sort of, there's some sort of blaming that may happen within you. It's like, well, maybe I should have done this better. You know, if it's a loss of a loved one, maybe I should have been around more and you get so upset that you weren't um, that it seems like this is something that people tend to deal with when they are grieving. Um, but I think, you know, I think as the stages go through, they finally, they finally get to a point where they are able to somewhat understand what they're going through. They're, they're able to sit there with their thoughts and, and, and really, really assess the situation. Um, and I think through time, it does help, though you never, of course, you never fully get past it. It's like you, you get to a point where, you get to a point where you're sort of, I want to say you're depressed or you're in this state of, well, I don't know what else to do anymore. I, I've reached my breaking point. I'm, I, I've already snapped. There's just nothing left of me. How, how does somebody who's going through that particular stage of, of depression, like, how do they get to the next stage of acceptance? Is it something where they're like, well, I've completely given up all hope. I guess my next stage is just to move forward and live life. Or is it something that's deeper where they literally have to find who they are and accept who they are becoming in order to grow? Yeah. I mean, just as you worded it, mm. uh, again, I can only, that, that was me. Right. That is me. Um you know, as, as I work through those things where, where I was at the phase of anger, mm. uh, it had to do more about my need for perfection through my trauma, through my upbringing, to feel like that I was perfect because I felt like I wasn't enough. Mm. So in being able to, to address that and, um, you know, to come to my truth and, um, you know, in those instances, in those moments, you know, I recall vividly this one time where, where I just felt so overwhelmed um, with the emotions of everything. Mm. As I was going through my grief, um, 
at that point. And, um, you know, when I, I remember looking in the mirror to myself and then I was like, um, I remember saying, I'm not okay. Mm. I'm not okay. Mm. And, you know, the emotions flowed and it just was like, and I, and, and I, and it just hit me. I said, Oh my God, I'm not okay. Would you consider that acceptance? That was a part of acceptance for okay. sure. But it was in the moment of my anger mm. where I had to let that truth go mm. um, because it was just eating me up too much. And I recognized what was, was happening. I just didn't know how to label it to identify in that moment, what that, part of my grief was happening where mm-hmm. I was snapping on people, oh, wow. you know, I was, I was, I was, I was a bit resentful, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially, you know, with parts of my life, you know, at that point, you know, after, you know, you had a, fa- a failed marriage mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I had someone in particular say to me at that point in time, they, they said something to me about, but well, Will, how do you feel? Like you had like a whole life that's just gone. Mm-hmm. And, I hadn't thought about it up in, at that point until mm. until that until that until he said it to me. I had brushed it off because I just wanted to be done with certain parts. And when when I heard it, it you know it just it triggered a lot of the hurt that was still there mm. for different reasons. Mm. Um, where the anger of it because you know I have children, right. and I felt like I felt them. Mm. Um, I felt like I felt me. How so? How so? How did you feel um, as though you failed? your children in, in, in this scenario? Well, you know, I'd like to think most people, when you get, when you, when you say I do, you tend to mean for better or for worse. Mm. Um, and you, and you hold to your vows for the, what you committed for to that individual and to, to, to God or to whatever your belief is. Mm. And more importantly to yourself, um, uh, as you know, you know, my kids are everything to me. So, um, I, I, you know, and I've, you know, my, my traumas prior to that mm. with certain events, um, I, I felt like I wanted to just do things the right way. And I felt like I wanted to give them a connection in a way that I had observed from my parents and things that happened. And I just wanted to, to, to give them that life is what I envisioned it. I painted the picture, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't have a canvas to put it on. And I, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize it. I needed my partner to be able to do that with me. And, you know, when you get to a point where you have different directions and, uh, you know, things happen uh, for me through my, I, I can't speak on that person. I can mm. only speak on me right. through, through my trauma right. and what I experienced. Um, you know, it just was tough because again, my need for perfection was something that was a will thing mm. um, at the end of the day. So that part of it, was hard to accept. And honestly, at times I still work through that now to, to just say, Hey, you know what, whatever happened wasn't, it wasn't your fault. It right. wasn't on you. Right. You did the best you could. You couldn't control things, but at the end of the day, your kids love you and they're okay. Mm-hmm. They're going to be okay. Cause in these moments, like, you know, um, and I know I'm, I don't want to just subject it to just this part, but like right. I can only relate to my grief and certain parts that I work through and I'm working through with. Sure those are the hardest moments to face, especially when you're co-parenting. And you, in, in, in my instance, in a lot of cases, uh, uh, you know, I think it's a bit misconstrued about the concept of fathers where mm. sometimes we're not viewed equally with the amount of love we give out to our children mm. as a mother would. And mm. for me, you know, I, I take that personally because, right. you know, uh, when you come from a place where love is so vital and important to you and you view it from a different way and, the true source of unconditional love is that 
you're getting from what from what you created mm-hmm. like that just hits different mm-hmm. as a father so for me I, I don't take it lightly and you know in those instances you know they are my joy right. you know part of my joy but sure. i'm also learning to love me but they're part of my joy and it's hard when i don't have them around me mm-hmm. that part of it is hard and then i have to fight and combat grief so all of the all of what we're discussing now about grief, you know, that's what I meant when I said in some instances it's going to be continuous mm. um, because there is a form of loss. There's a form of mourning of something that's not anymore, right. which is what ultimately leads to that grief and how you deal with it is very important. So I think like keys to that is like affirmations. That's okay. been really helpful for me, okay. like really helpful through this process. And I think that's something to to definitely mention, especially during this time of mental health awareness this month. Like right. it's really big. Right. I mean, d- now, and I know you said that you, you did talk about anger. You talked about how it, how it affected you and those around you. Yeah. Does that disappear quickly? Um, does that anger, that pain disappear quickly if you ignore it? Like, do you, do you think it's safe to ignore that? I, I don't, I don't think it's safe to ignore it. Okay. Uh, you have to acknowledge it if you want to okay. go in the direction of, of growth and healing. Um, but you all, again, you also have to, 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 to try to work on methods that's going to help you address it mm-hmm. so that you don't implode because I, there was a point where I, I, through the years of dealing with certain things, like I, I didn't address it. You know mm-hmm. that to be the case. Right. I didn't right. address those things mm-hmm. and it was killing me. You know, there mm-hmm. was even a point where, you know, I don't know if you remember, I, I reached out to you and I was not in the best shape. And mm-hmm. I, I just told you, I don't know if I can do this. I don't I know if that. I can continue doing, I, I feel like I'm, I'm dying. I feel like I'm, I can't breathe. And when you get to those places, thank God for me, I had, people who I can depend on as a support system because to be honest with you if I didn't have that I don't know where Mm. I'd be right now especially through the events that I've experienced in recent years right um because it changes you Mm. grief changes you for one way or the others but you do know that like you know like Jay like you said where like um the grief itself and like how do you you know, don't to not run from that. Like, right. I, I think it's important to, to, to not run, to acknowledge it mm-hmm. and um, find the tools to, to, to tame it like a matador. Like mm-hmm. find the tools that's going to allow you to tame it, okay. to tame it and to gauge that meter to keep control over it because it's going to be there. Like anything in life, there. we right. all have temperaments. Right. So something's going to mm-hmm. bound to make us mad. Right. I don't care who you are. It's just like a bad habit, man. Yeah. You don't, they know they don't ever disappear. You can replace mm-hmm. them with something, but that mm-hmm. bad habit's always going to be there. And um, that's yes. And that's what I hear people say all the yeah. time with grief. Yep. Oh, I'm over it. Or you mm-hmm. hear and people talking about stories and instances of healing. Yeah. I'm healed. No, mm-hmm. you, you're never complete. I'm sorry. As long it's as you, always going to be there. Right. There's always an inkling of it. It's always, gonna, always, it's always going to be there. And it's only a matter of one word or one instance or yep. word, one, tr- some, a trigger. And it's just, just like that. Yep. It, hits you, it hits you like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. So don't, so to, 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 to answer your question, yeah. I don't think you should run from it. Okay. Develop it. And it, you have, it requires a certain level of truth to yourself. Sure. To develop tools, to reach out, to, 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 to reach out in ways to how to check that. If you need help with, with people that you know, that are, a good part of a support system or people that you think would be a good part of your support system, definitely try to reach out to them. I can say from my truth, it wasn't until in those instances, I had to break my ego in me to say, you know what, let me reach mm. out to people to let them know I'm hurting. Yeah. Because if I don't do this, I might harm myself. Yeah. And if I do that to myself, my kids, like mm. I'm worth more than that. I gotta be yeah. worth more than that. And yeah. other people see it in you before you do. 
Um, so in those instances, I'm just grateful for that. But I mm -hmm. realize um, affirmations for me is one big tool to kind of mm -hmm. help me. And then in those instances, when affirmations is not enough, I do reach out to my support system. Like, right. you know, outside of this, you know, I've been talking to Jay about certain things that I'm, right. I'm dealing with and, yep. and I'm trying to work through those emotions, um, mm -hmm. even as we're doing this now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's real. And even, even no matter how much work you're doing, you got to be honest with yourself. You got to be conscious in it right. and, and you got to do the work. So don't run from it. Otherwise you may implode. You may hurt someone else. Mm -hmm. Jay, you may hurt someone else. And yeah. that's not what you want to do. I'll be it physical, uh, verbal, yeah. emotional. Like there's so many instances that that happens because what we're dealing with in the moment. And, right. um, you know, we just forget to realize we matter. So we got to treat us right first mm -hmm. and assess whatever that is and find out if that's something that's really going to cause you a physical trauma Mm. Or is this just emotional, something that you can grow to work through time with your thought process to kind of tame that emotion? Right. right. And I think, you know, with time, I think that's the only way that you can truly tame that emotion and learn how to how to deal with it and move forward with it. I think, especially from the male's perspective, we're always looked at this, we're always looked at as this sort of macho being where, you know, we don't cry, we don't we don't even laugh. We're just stone face all the time. We don't show those sort of emotions. Um, but I think in a scenario when it comes to grief, it's important to do so. I think the whole, you know, be strong in the face of a loss or in the face of a traumatic situation. I don't think it is the same. I don't think you look at it the same as you would, you know, somebody who's physically strong or, or somebody who doesn't cry or anything like that. I feel as though that shows strength that you're able to to maneuver yourself emotionally without any sort of form of, of, of trying to suppress that type, of, um, that type of energy that's affecting you. You're able to deal with it. You're able to take it in. You're able to express yourself. You're able to reach out to those you know, who care about you and you care about um, to let them know what you're going through and say, you know, I, I need help because of X, Y, Z. And I believe that takes a ton of strength. I think it takes, it takes a ton of heart it takes a it takes you being vulnerable, being uncomfortable and being able to, to realize that, man, something's just not right with me and I need help desperately to fix that. Now, there are people who are going through that 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 stage and they aren't yet comfortable to express that. So what they do is they suppress it. They keep it with them. And even if it's something that happened years ago in their childhood, you still see remnants of that pain in their adulthood, right? I mean, it, as you stated before, it doesn't go away. It's always there. And it, it comes out in an even worse um, light if you don't do anything to, to deal with it. If you don't do anything to try to overcome it, not only is it suppressed, but there's so much anger and energy around that, that, you know, when it does come out, you see that anger, um, you see, you see, you, you see that frustration, you see, uh, you know, personalities that you weren't used to seeing before, and people that you thought you knew. So it's, I got to say that I think the strength comes from those who are willing to acknowledge what they're going through and reach out for help, reach out to your friend, you know, to your network, to your friends, to, to professional counselors, you reach out to somebody who you know, can help you who can advise you and, and help you move through it the proper way so that this isn't something that you're dealing with in the same stage 
20, 30 years from now, you'll always be dealing with it, but you don't want to be in that same anger stage that you've always been mm -hmm. because it's, it's not healthy. You destroy lives around you, destroy circles around you. Um, and it's, it's just, there's so many, there's so many different ways and better ways to deal with that. So when you hear, when you hear out there, you know, moving on really means that you're completely over to grief. That's not the case. Again, you're never completely over it, yeah. but you learn to accept what's you learn to accept what is, and you learn to grow with it. You learn to live with it, um, and be able to to do something, create this sort of this sort of you know. It's like, I don't want to call it a strategy, but it's something that you create to be able to deal with that particular traumatic situation because people people go through different ones, right? It's not just one particular one. It might, you know, it may be a loss of a loved one. It may be divorce. It may be, it may be something entirely different. So however you're able to deal with that is how you deal with it. But it's, it's absolutely important that you're not stuck in the first or the first two stages of grief. Um, it's important that you get to that, that acceptance stage to be able to move on with your life, knowing that this is still there. You're still able to acknowledge it but you know how to deal with it better because you've been through those stages. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, in terms of, in terms of really overcoming grief though, I know, I know we, we, we briefly touched on it, but let's, mm -hmm. let's kind of dive in. Okay. So in order to, in order to really overcome it, I firmly believe that you have to acknowledge the pain that's there, right? You have to, you have to acknowledge the pain that you're going through is something that you're going through. I think it's, I think it's kin to building a healthy habit, Right. If you have a bad habit of of eating unhealthy or maybe you're a, you're a heavy smoker, whatever, whatever it is that you're dealing with, that is a bad habit. You have to acknowledge that bad habit. Same thing with grief. You have to acknowledge that the pain is there and you have to you have to discuss with yourself or with others even yeah. why that pain is there. What is that pain? What is that pain actually? Why did it manifest itself? What's going on within me? that is making this pain as real and tough to deal with as it is do you agree with that man yeah i mean 100 percent. like I, okay. like that's that's really what it is um and i think i think from experience as you're dealing with it you mm -hmm. you have to you know if you're in your truth enough you you assess that you know what's happening to you is is, is you're growing um whether you choose to realize that or not and it's okay to not have the answer it's okay to feel how you feel. It's okay yeah. to let those emotions, whatever it is, flow, uh, especially to, to men out here. Like, mm -hmm. it's all right to, you, you, you got to tap into, into a deeper part of yourself so that you can be a better you for you um, because it, it isn't easy. And, and, you know, you have to really know that you're changing. We all mm -hmm. change. Um, so even with grief, like that's where you really got to be cautious because yeah. it can lead you to that depressiveness of like feeling just, just stuck. Mm. And then you are in this endless loophole that sometimes people just don't come out right? because they don't, they, they, they just don't know how, 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 how do you know, how do you know that you're stuck though? Like what, you know, it's, 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 I don't know if you can really, I don't know if you can feel it physically, but how do you how do you know that you're stuck emotionally? Is there, do you see yourself going through certain cycles? Do you, are you having issues 
trying to get to another level where you believe you would be better off like what what does that, what does that look stuck? like yeah what does that stuck look like it feels like purgatory mm. i've been there um mm. it's it's a feeling where you where sleeping hurts just as much as being awake mm. and you can't tell the difference between your reality mm. and you are in this place where you just feel like you're in pure hell sometimes i tell you from experience i've had a lot of different injuries and a lot of pains mm. but the traumatic experiences and emotional pains are what i feel hurt the most mm -hmm. and they still do yeah. um because there's no ailment to give you the patch what you feel here and what's going on here that's very true um so you have to you have to create that for yourself and you have to accept it in yourself to say hey i, I need change I, I need I need something has to give because I can't be like this forever. Yep. Like because if you think that way and and that you feel like that's your forever, you're gonna want to end that, and that is not ideal. That mm -hmm. is not where you want to go in your headspace. Mm -hmm. But the, to, but from my experiences, that's what it looks like. So for me, this is why I've worked so hard to 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 put these affirmations and put these things in place once i recognized that was happening where i was in that mm -hmm. part like jay you know you know how i was there i was in a bad place i was a wreck so you've had you've had those thoughts those I, thoughts of i just don't want to be here anymore I've, I, absolutely mm -hmm. i've had those moments where um i my, my worth of not knowing who i was at all mm -hmm. just kind of feeling like really maybe i was just better not here because mm -hmm. you know when you feel like you're in a place where you, you the goodness in you is just not enough in life you just feel like uh that part of you just zapped mm -hmm. and you feel so small wow. and um like a fly on the wall hmm. and you think that and you think like you know what that's it i just i, I done i'll check out and and you and it's in those moments where you gotta do the most fighting mm. is that what keeps you going knowing that you have to do the fight, knowing that there are others out here who depend on you and care for you and, and, and love you and want the best of you. Does that truly keep you going? When I realized that I was in those voids, um, mm -hmm. yeah, that the thought of, you know, ah, I'm trying to get emotional, but thought of my kids, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. kids. Um, mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um my kids mm -hmm. so yeah yeah give me a yep. yep i completely understand and i know the support from loved ones including your kids friends family i know that keeps you going I know it keeps somebody out there who is now dealing uh, with a scenario or scenarios from the past um, where they're still, they're still trying to heal. Um, they're still pushing towards healing. It's, it's important that you know that there are people out there who love you, who care for you, who want the best for you. They, they want you to thrive. They want you to succeed. And you'll know who those people are when you're going through the worst part of your life. And those people will not leave your side. They'll be there even when times get tough. They'll make time for in their lives where time doesn't exist because it's just, it's just that damn important to, for people to realize that 
you're just that damn worth it. So when you when you get to that point of of trying to overcome that, overcome that pain that you've had in the past to overcome that grief, just know that the support from loved ones is just always going to be here. And it's that real support, man, is the one that that's it's it's overpowering for you because you you truly realize exactly who you are, who you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to go. And it's a beautiful feeling when you get that. It's a beautiful light that you see at the end of the tunnel of this of this dark time that you're going through. So it's important that you understand that there are people out there who care, who love you, who want to see you thrive, who want to see you succeed um, and keep those people close to you, you know? Um, I think on those same lines, it's it's important that you understand how to support yourself by taking care of yourself physically and spiritually. Um, because dealing with something like grief, it, it takes such an emotional, mental toll on you. Um, it's important that you don't you don't stay in those first two stages of denial and anger, and you use that and you take it out on your own body. Um, your body's a temple, man. It's a it's a it's a vessel that carries your soul. And it's important that you feed it with great things. Just like just as you feed your body and you feed your your mind with positive affirmations, you feel you feed your spirit with, with meditation and anything that allows your spirit to grow, it's it's vital that you take care of your physical being. It's vital that you um, you know, whether it's whether it's eating healthy, whether it's it's running whether it's it's lifting, whatever it is that allows you to continue to deal with this grief in a positive manner. Um, I suggest that you continue to push that to the forefront and all those bad habits that you have, you push it aside, you replace them with those good ones. Because at the end of the day, you will continue to, to grow within the acceptance, though it never gets it never gets easier. It gets it never gets easier to cope with that same situation, but it gets easier to to be able to move forward and live with that same thing. Um, so it's important that you that you continue to build healthy habits uh, for just for coping with these scenarios that you go through. Um, it's it's that's probably the that's the best advice we can give you in terms of getting over that that grief. Again, it's not going to be something that fully disappears. But if you understand what it looks like, what it feels like, what it smells like, and you know how to how to live with it and maneuver with it, um, and allow yourself to become stronger, knowing that that is now part of your own story, um, I think it's it's definitely possible to move forward. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like we were saying, like affirmations and just kind of holding on to things that work for you mm -hmm. is so important. Um, like as you, you know, these moments happen, man, you're human. You're gonna have those raw emotions and how you deal with them in those moments is gonna make all the difference. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, for me, like I said before, my affirmations, man, like, uh, you know, I, I say it to myself all the time. Mm -hmm. I say it in the moments that I need it and I've, you know, I pull from them the ones that I need in my moments that help me uh, in those grief, those moments of grief or of, um, you know, trauma triggers or mm -hmm. things like that. Because, you know, your, your mental, to me, look, I work out all the time. I'm in, I would say, peak condition right now in my life that I've ever been. 
but the mental and spiritual aspect is more important to me now mm. uh, because I can't maintain that part of me if I don't have those things in check. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll share something with you, Jay, that I didn't even share. I haven't said anything. Okay. And, uh, you know, I didn't know if I'd even say, I even thought of it on it, but, sure. uh, I had a moment where there was an event that was happening for someone. Mm-hmm. So someone asked me to stop to get them, you know, some beer and to get them some wine. Uh, while I do, you know, you know, we go out and we get like a beer or something like that wine and that sort of instance of what it was, I try to stay away from because like it's a trigger. So, you know, in the midst, in the midst of me having what I was dealing with this week, I got home late one night and I just, but I, I pulled a glass. I had to, it was there. Cause like what happened was the event didn't even happen. So it, did, so it was there. I couldn't find a receipt to return it. And I just left it there. And I was just like, you know, whatever, but I was just sure. not my best self. And I, and I remember, you know, my, my kids weren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I pulled a, a drink and I took it upstairs and I and I looked at it and I just was at the I was in my bathroom and um I don't know in that moment is where I really had to pull for my affirmation because I was like mm. well what is your purpose for wanting to do this right now like mm. is it because of what you're dealing with is that what's happening like you're in a tough place you've been through worse you got this mm. so I said my affirmations to myself in the mirror as I was there and I said it as much as I needed to say it Mm-hmm. until I recognized what was happening mm-hmm. um, to know that, okay, yeah, you're feeling how you feel, but this is transitional as we had discussed some more grief or whatever else. Right. And, um, you know, for my affirmations, uh, I think I don't know if I shared them with you, uh, strengthen the body, focus your mind and spirit, trust in your face, faith, love yourself first because you matter, uh, protect your state of being, mm-hmm. speak it into existence, believe it and repeat it. And I kept reciting that to myself. And mm-hmm. I looked at it. And in those moments, what was happening was it was a trigger. Mm-hmm. It was a trigger for me. And it was a trigger at a time that I didn't need to see what I saw. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn it. And, um, you know, I was like, it's been like more than a year mm-hmm. since, I, you know, since I had that problem. So it was like, okay, I grabbed it. And uh, as I've said affirmations, I felt like, you know what, I take ownership and power of this. So I said to myself, you know what? This has to go to hell. Mm. And I said, I made a conscious choice. I will, <laughs> this is going to happen. And I don't know where that's going to take me right. mentally right. and what I've been doing with myself, or I'm going to get my ass up and work out in the morning. I'm going to mm-hmm. use my, what I've been, my methods of how I've been dealing with what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go get it. And I dumped it out mm-hmm. and I went right to sleep. Mm-hmm. I woke up in the morning early wow. and I said, let's get it. Wow. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to being you because in those, in that moment, it was just a tough time uh, to be in a state of place where you feel like you're alone inward. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, you're going to have those moments, you know, support system, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why it's important to create these methods. Cause you, you have those times where you just, you feel like you can't reach out. Right. And that was one of those moments where I felt like, I mean, I know I could have reached out to you, but sure. I felt like I couldn't in that moment. Sure. I had to work through that and I worked through it and I'm happy that I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful mm-hmm. because I, you know, when it was all said and done, even though I'm still working through certain emotions, certain right. things, I'm stronger than that. Mm-hmm. I, at this point, I won this fight. And that's how you have to look at it. Yeah. And it came back to me realizing I'm a fighter. Like you asked mm-hmm. me earlier and I couldn't really, I couldn't get it out. Yeah. Uh, that void and what that's like and what mm-hmm. that feels like. 
And in those in those moments where I was lost and I feel like I was just floating through this abyss, mm. I, I fought all my life. Mm. Like not just like physically, you know right. what I mean? I've had a lot of unnecessary scraps, but yeah. Grow up, we're growing up how I grew up, where I grew up. Mm. It was, you know, an unfortunate part of it. That's not like to my being how I am, but fighting in general, just in life as, you know, to, to, to just, that's where my need for profession came from always having to prove myself mm. in one way or other, you know, um, to the point to where I just didn't believe what anyone's thought or felt about me, how mm. I look physically or how I feel inward. I just felt like I wasn't enough in the darkest of places. And I just said, William, you fight. My, one of my best friends, that happened to him. That changed me completely because I felt like I wasn't there enough to understand what he was going through, even mm. though I was going through things too in my life that I could resonate with when I hit that boy, like, oh, this is what that's like. Right. Oh man, what am I going to do? And for me, in my journey, I had to fight mm. because there's no other way. There is no other option. Right. So earlier this week, that's what I did. I had to mm. fight. I fought it. Wow. And, um, you know, I didn't say anything to you. Right. Um, but you know, it's just those moments where since we're, the subject is on grief mm-hmm. and it's real. I mean, as you can see, it's very real. Like it's, it lives with you. It's a part of you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just want you guys to understand and know that from Jamie, like it's not always fun and giggles. Awesome. It's not always a joy, a smile on your face. Sometimes you smile, but there's pain behind those eyes from experiences. And yeah. I know everyone experiences that too, but Absolutely. You should, you should find growth through that too in those moments because mm-hmm. you appreciate yourself. You appreciate you more, which is right. why we say you matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, love yourself because you're so damn worth it because that's what I had to find for myself. So it helps me to work through these things, um, you know, and uh, I'm not even even sure if we even had to think about it, address like the bargaining side of it mm-hmm. with yourself. Like, yeah. to yeah. you know, I don't even know if we touch base on that mm-hmm. to say like, you know, I think that's part of like running away from it or, like in that instance, what I was doing, what I almost did mm. was to give a temporary replacement mm. to avoid that emotion because I was not my best self. So it was almost like, if I try this, then it'll be fine because X, Y, Z, where that's what you were trying to tell yourself. Like if mm-hmm. I was to, if I was to take this class, it, it's just one class. I'm not going to have any more mm-hmm. after this. I'll be able to go back to doing whatever I was and dealing with it the right way. Um, but it seemed like in that, in that instance, when you're bargaining with yourself, I, I'd noticed two things. And I mean, you said it one, you had the strength to know that there was a bad habit that existed before and that you weren't going to fall victim to the same habit. And so for me, that shows that shows a ton of strength. But two, you can see that even if you replace a habit, it never fully disappears. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said that was a year, right? There's been it's a been year over since that time. A year and a half. Been almost. over a year and a half since yeah. that time. Yeah. And you see how quickly it almost came right back up again. Yeah. So that's why it's important. Like this is a this is a marathon, man. The he- healing is a marathon. Mm-hmm. Dealing with this is a marathon. It will continue to go but you continue to grow and you continue to, to understand yourself. You continue to grow within yourself and know who you are, believe in yourself and know exactly who you are, know how much you matter, know how strong you are yeah. and how capable you are of, of turning away certain bad habits that'll lead down a specific road and continue to build yourself through the healthy and good habits that you create. Yes. Yes. That, That's and, powerful. 
that's exactly what it was in that moment and uh, recognizing what was happening. I ultimately knew mm. and understood I had a choice. Mm. And I think that's wow. where we forget. Yeah. Uh, grief is going to come like mm. any other event in your life and things are going to come and be there, but you have mm. a choice. The power of choice is huge. Mm. Would you say your life is just, it's just a conglomerate or a, a series of choices? Absolutely. Mm. Which di ultimately dictates the direction that we shape our reality. That's absolutely we shape, true. We shape our universe. Yeah. I always say, you know, I'm, I'm only asking the universe to bring to me what's for me. I'm sure you probably mm -hmm. heard me say yeah. that a lot. Yeah. But the reality of that is me understanding that my universe, the universe I say is really an interp interpretation of what my state of being is, my mm -hmm. mind. Right. So if I'm saying that's what I'm asking for, that's what I go get. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm welcoming in, the energy I'm bringing into my life. Like, you know, if I say I'm looking to go to the store, get a bag of chips, mm -hmm. it's not just going to come to me mm -hmm. on its own. I got to go to the store, get it. But I got to know what type of chips I want. What's the flavor that I'm looking for? I got to know what's for me mm -hmm. and what, what I need. Mm -hmm. So like I approach that perspective to not allow myself to gravitate and just take anything mm -hmm. that's it coming into my trajectory, but to do the work so that I can recognize in those instances, what is for me, for mm -hmm. my growth at sure. this point, what makes sense for me. And, um, you know, that's what I'm doing in every aspect of my life. Um, you know, just trying to grow for me. It's, you know, I'm not trying to fast track anything else in my life that I've been through. Sure. I just, I'm, I know that I'm in a place where I, I got, I got to continue to heal enough in different areas of my life. Mm -hmm. And as you said, it's just a marathon. Will I ever really know if I'm, a place someday for different things mm. i hope so mm. i hope so i don't have the answer to that today right but i'm willing to do the work and i'm going to do the work so if those events may be you know you know the aspirations is what i have for me for growth sure come to me through my universe because i earned it and i, and I went seeking it and i brought it inward too mm. i'll accept it for what it is because then i know i'm ready at that point mm. does it ever get easier man the question <laughs> you're full of them i don't know man <laughs> hell of a good question Ooh, yeah you, you think it's the simple answer to that mm -hmm. uh i from my experience and even as of now and as of late mm -hmm. the truth of it is is it only gets you know you can only adjust it as you go along like gauges of a level, like a video game. That's how sure. I see it. You adjust the level, the intensity. So mm -hmm. right now, my 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 specter is ranging on that on that very difficult mode, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh damn! All right, I'm I've, I've become seasoned in my growth, but right. it's still all new to me because this will you see before is new. I don't. I'm learning me now for yeah. the first time in my life. Yeah. I'm really learning me. Yeah. Uh, like 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 a baby. Like it's it's, it's crazy as they may sound. It feels like that. Hey, sometimes. I mean that's I, kin to what we were talking about. I think it was <laughs> yesterday where it's like you know I feel as though life is about discovery, man. It you're is. Like you're you're starting over as a toddler, and actually perfect example because when you're a baby, and I, I mean this this is this is actually the best example, man. Yep. When you're a baby. You you first start you you start learning how to crawl right you mm -hmm. you you understand what these do and what your knees do and how you can get yourself from point A to point B. Babies yeah. are able to figure that out just by experimentation. Yeah. And then what happens next is beautiful. It's the fact that they stand up right to yeah. try to walk. They fall right back on their butt. Yeah. Do it again. Fall right back on their butt. 
They do this over and over and over and over again until they are able to take steps. Then they can take steps and actually it'll look like somebody walking rather than a tipsy-turvy sort of drunk guy waddle. Right. And then after that, they get to the point where they're running. And now you can't even you can't keep up with them because they're running all over the house. They're opening doors. They're they're doing all sorts of craziness. So why not do why not take this approach as an adult? Why not build habits that way? Build Mm -hmm. it knowing that you're going to continuously fail. Build it knowing that there's going to be a time where you're going to get to the stage where you're walking. Right. You're crawling now. You're in the baby stages. But there's going to get there's going to be a point. It's inevitable. You're going to walk. And when you get there, then you're going to run. You're going to then you're going to be sprinting. You're going to you're going to become used to doing things that you constantly do over and over again. Imagine if a baby had the sort of mentality that a lot of a lot of adults have where they're like, well, I fell on my butt. So I guess I'm just going to sit here. I'm not, I don't care to walk. I'm not going to walk. Look, walking isn't for me. Yeah. Look, my, look, my father, my mother, they didn't walk. Right. So, I mean, walking isn't in my blood. It's not in my DNA. So I'm just going to sit on my butt. I've, I've fallen now 20 wow. times today. That's deep. I'm not going to walk. A lot of people do reference yes. that. Well, all my mother, my father was yep. like that. Or they were like, this that's is just what, how it is. That's all I know. This is what I'm used to. That's all I know. This is what it is. Mm, that's deep. But babies don't give a damn about that, bro. Mm. They fall to get right back up. No questions asked. They don't sit there and stick, get right back up, fall right on my butt, get right back up. Yeah. Each and every time to get right back up. So do not give up. Continue to push. Continue to strive to be a better you. Yeah. Because you are so damn worth it, man. You really are. You are so damn worth it. You really are. We all are. Wow. We all are. Mm. This was a this is a very powerful one, man. Um I I thank you for being able to go to those depths with me today and and with with these beautiful people here who are watching this um, or listening to this in your in your car or wherever you are in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, We appreciate you taking this Sunday out to hear it uh, because this was a powerful message. Um, It's a message based on experience Mm -hmm. and it's also solution based because that is what that is what we at Chromis are all about. We want we want you to see those results that you deserve. We want you to, to stay in that positive being mm-hmm. because God, damn, there's nothing, there's no better feeling than that, bro. Absolutely. There's no better feeling than that. Yes. Once you're there, once it's part of your life, once you're living it, you will see, you will just feel a hundred percent different than you may be feeling now. And for those of you who are out there who have been able to deal with an emotionally painful situation and have overcome that situation to become better in life, to understand who you are. We want to know exactly how you did it. Again, if you're listening right now, what has been the most emotionally painful situation in your life that you have had to overcome and how did you overcome it? If you tell us this story and if you've been on this podcast from the, from the beginning to the end, we appreciate you for staying on. If you can tell us this story, you can send us to, to a DM you can email us at theacromus at gmail.com. You can send it us through a DM on IG, on Facebook, wherever you listen to your podcast. On YouTube. On YouTube as well. We have we, we are literally everywhere, yes. guys. So we want you to let us know what the story is, and we will be able to feature you within our community. This would be a perfect community outreach segment for anybody who's going through something. To be able to have a community around you that's there to support you there to, to, to walk with you, to hold your hand, uh, to love on you. I think that is the most important thing for you, especially if you're going through something like grief. 
it's important that that this is not something that you go through with yourself have those who are around you who love you who care for you understand what those stages look like and how to get to the next stage how to get to that stage of acceptance how how to understand to constantly overcome it and deal with it because it's always going to be present but it's about the choice that you make to continue to overcome it mm-hmm. so we we want to we want to leave you with that y'all again if you don't know how to find us now if you are new to this podcast, we will not hold it against you. Uh-huh. But if you've been listening, I mean, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what is really wrong with you? <laughs> you need to be checked out because you have not checked out A-C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S, mm-hmm. Acromus, the Acromus podcast. We are on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Where you else? hit that subscribe button. You'll be able to hear us, listen to us, see us every single Sunday with new episodes. We are on Spotify. But let's make sure to let them know Go when ahead. you subscribe, it's free. It's free. It's not charging you. Guys, no. this is, will allow us to outreach to others as well with your help. With your help. So it's the more free? people, so it's free. It's free. It's free. It's, it's, it's like a, free. It's free. You gotta be kidding me. You can't man. be that. God, what is free in America? <laughs> what is free in America? You're getting free. Co- how, well, how long have we been giving this for free? 18 episodes. Are so, you kidding yeah, me? We've been pushing the free yeah, for quite a while Jesus. now. Uh, it's free, guys. My so so God. please make sure to hit that subscribe button it. on YouTube. Um, no. It'll definitely allow us to reach others. It'll give you a notification when we're yes. sending new content to you. That's important. That's very important. You want to so you know, it. know when it's coming. You got to know when it's coming. Yes. We tell you when it's coming, but, we we, but, you, but you're always on your phone. Yep. So it'll always. show you. And then always. at that point, the next logical thing to do is to hit that subscribe button. Yes. And then word of mouth if Absolutely. you have folks that you know personally that you feel as though this they can use some of these gems or resonate with it yep. please share put the word out there share us you know where our content is yep we, we're everywhere we are literally everywhere. we are everywhere and we're, and we're looking to expand that too so Absolutely. definitely guys l- yep. allow us to help other people especially in instances like this like this is a, such a this right here is like jay said is such a powerful <laughs> episode in wow. ways that i don't think I, I didn't imagine and i'm sure jay didn't imagine i did not either. sure you guys no. didn't because no. i didn't see that coming i right. didn't feel it but mm-hmm. as always we are our authentic selves and we do care about what we're saying and what we're giving out we'll never speak out of content with what we can't relate to that's facts that's this is just who we are to our core yep and we believe if you stayed along here to watch to view to understand what we're going through what we've been through our journeys you are a part of that as well and yep. we care we have nothing but love and we want to spread that out with you so please 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 mental health awareness month guys mm-hmm. if and not any other time please use use that button and any other avenues that you know that we support content on to share this information with people sure. because this this is the sort of movement we need to have pushed out mm-hmm. there, albeit subject to the things that we see that is really irrelevant to what's important in life. Yep. Moments like this is what you need to get out because you could save a life. Yep. You that's can make a difference. True. And that's what I'm this is where I'm coming at with this. Mm-hmm. So please, guys, uh, it would mean so much if you can do that, if you could really spread the word and just share mm-hmm. our joy share our movement of what we're given we're giving this information out free of charge free of charge i can't believe this is so free. unbelievable as if you if you if you're really about this movement and it's not just something you look at and you just like for yeah. the fun of it yeah let's do this the right way be about it y'all. be about it and let's get let's get that movement out there so we can help people and save lives absolutely and you know i i think i think in terms of saving lives and being able to 
to discover who we are yes. on this constant movement forward. Mm -hmm. um, I think it is important that we share with them how to actually discover themselves, yes. right? There are a lot of people out there who are lost. They don't know exactly who they are. They don't know where they're supposed to be, where they fit in. Um, and I know there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of information out there. The thing about the internet, the beauty and the, the beast, if you will, part of it is that mm -hmm. there's so much information and then there's also so much information. Yes. What information do you know that you could take in? What information do you know that you need to push aside because it's not for you? Mm -hmm. Look, next Sunday, we will be here again as we always are. Yes. And we will show you exactly how you can discover yourself. I mean, that is a gem. Mm -hmm. And again, I cannot believe this is free. Yeah. This is all free. Yeah. It's free on YouTube. It's free on Spotify. It's free on IG. It's free on Facebook. It's free anywhere that you can hear a podcast. This is for you. We want you to grow. Mm -hmm. We want you to grow. And you. we want you to grow with us. As we grow, you grow. As we begin to discover ourselves and continue discovering who we are, we want you to do the exact same. So exactly. ladies and gentlemen, until next Sunday, it is your boy, J.H. Gibbons. And I'm Will C. Peace. Peace.